millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This morning, Melbourne comes back to life. The city celebrates its first full day out of lockdown. Sydney preparing for a third wave, the push to prevent a surge in cases with new infections reported. Bombshell Link, former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd dragged into the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. And supercell strikes again, Queensland battered by wild weather for the third day in a row. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Melburnians have enjoyed their first full day of freedom in more than 100 days. Pubs, cafes and shops welcomed back customers with an estimated 180,000 Victorians returning to work. Some larger hospitality venues are calling for further relaxations, saying it's not financially viable to open with such small patron numbers. The Premier says those changes will likely come on November 8 if everyone adheres to the current rules. The rules still apply, and the rules, they're not against you, they're for you, uh, so that you can continue to do these things. A new inquiry will investigate the state's contact tracing system to determine whether the public can have faith in the protocols. New South Wales contact tracers are desperately trying to ward off a potential third wave as Sydney's southwest sits on high alert. Hundreds of students and staff are isolating after a student at an Islamic school in Hoxton Park tested positive. There are also a number of health alerts for venues, including a Lebanese restaurant in Liverpool and an indoor trampoline park at Preston's. Despite clusters continuing to grow, there's pressure on the Queensland Premier to open borders during a planned announcement tomorrow. I hope it's a positive announcement and I also urge the West Australian Premier to do likewise. A testing clinic in Bondi is being expanded to become the biggest in the country to prevent a surge in cases as we head into summer. Large parts of Queensland have been smashed by another series of supercell storms and it's not over yet with more severe thunderstorms forecast to hit later today. Tornado. Smashed by a supercell. It is wild. Puna Caravan Park on Queensland's Fraser Coast. I put an ice cream bucket out there to see how much rain we were getting. I think it's probably there in Harvey Bay. And this is what the storm left behind. Fallen branches and debris. In Windera near Kingaroy, windows were smashed. The wild weather belting the burnet. Pea-sized hail fell at Gaindar. At Merlewood, they were much bigger. And in Bidderston, they came in bulk, blanketing backyards. Before the storm system swept through the scenic rim. 
At peak crossing, 15 millimetres of rain fell in just five minutes. And it kept coming. In the state's southeast, storm clouds stretched from the Glasshouse Mountains to the Gold Coast, unleashing a downpour. There was hail at Eagle Heights, lightning at Logan, oh and plenty more rain. And it isn't over yet. So we'll have a return to fairly sunny conditions for Friday, but uh, we will actually see a reinvigoration of those storms for Saturday. Hopefully enough time to clean up before the next supercell arrives. Gina Trahan, 7 News. And those storms also smashed parts of New South Wales. Tamworth streets and yards were left covered in ice by huge hailstones. Oh, it looks like we're in America in the winter. In the snow. Look at that. It's the town's first hailstorm in months, but there should be a reprieve today with the severe thunderstorm warning for the region cancelled. Sydney is in for a drenching today, though, with up to 45 millimetres of rain expected to fall across the city. These pictures are from Five Dock in the inner west earlier this morning. The city is experiencing heavier showers right now and there's a chance of a thunderstorm later on. HSC students may not be forced to leave campus if bomb threats are levelled at schools for a third consecutive day. Hundreds of students were again disrupted during exams yesterday after threatening emails were received. Police will bolster security at schools across New South Wales today to keep students in exam rooms. This is criminal behaviour we're talking about here. It's very serious criminal offending. We cannot allow uh, this sort of bastard behaviour uh, to interrupt what I believe uh, is to be the most important exam students will ever um, sit for. Those responsible face up to 10 years in prison. Former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd has been embroiled in a donation scandal involving late pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Let's go live to Olivia Leeming in Canberra now. Good morning, Olivia. The former PM says he was blindsided by the claims. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, Kevin Rudd says he had no idea that Jeffrey Epstein had donated $650,000 to a think tank that Mr Rudd had chaired for six years, the International Peace Institute, only becoming aware of this after a Norwegian newspaper revealed the Institute's president had close ties with Jeffrey Epstein, even owed him tens of thousands of dollars for a personal loan. Now, Mr Rudd says he has no memory of ever meeting Jeffrey Epstein, despite being at the same event in New York in 2013 and on a teleconference together with others in 2014, by which time Jeffrey Epstein had already been convicted. Uh, he was a convicted pedophile who'd served jail time, found dead in his jail cell last year after being arrested on further charges of abuse and sex trafficking. In a statement, Kevin Rudd says, I first learned of contributions from Epstein's foundations to the IPI in November last year. I was blindsided by this. I am deeply disappointed that the board has had to learn about so much of this through the media. And Mr Rudd has condemned these revelations as deeply disturbing and has called for an investigation into all financial transactions. Jodie. OK, Olivia, thank you. A man has been charged with drink driving after crashing his ute into a Western Sydney home. The 21-year-old driver lost control and smashed into a house at Rooty Hill, narrowly missing a woman sleeping inside. The ute ploughed into a pillar, then hit a car inside the garage. He had allegedly been on Snapchat shortly before losing control. Neighbours stopped the man from leaving the scene, keeping him there until police arrived. 
Police are on the hunt for a man accused of glassing another man in a shocking attack in Sydney's CBD. A 23-year-old was sitting with a friend at a restaurant in Haymarket in February when he was approached from behind. Security video shows the attacker take an empty beer bottle to the young man's head. It's totally unprovoked. He's, he's approached a man who, was, who wasn't even looking. It was a dog act, cowardly. Officers are urging anyone who may recognise the attacker to contact them. A 12-year-old boy is recovering in hospital this morning after he was impaled by a javelin during a PE class on the Gold Coast. The Year 7 student suffered a significant groin injury and was treated by paramedics at the scene. Support has been given to those who witnessed the incident. Experts may be divided over when a COVID vaccine will be ready, but in the meantime, a nasal drop to ward off the infection is being trialled in Perth. Scientists claim it could provide four hours of protection against the virus. The antibodies are actually generated via chickens and uh, harvested from chicken eggs. The second phase of the trial starts early next year. Fighting off allergies like hay fever, eczema and even asthma could be as simple as eating more fibre. Australian researchers have found a link between gut bacteria and inflammation and believe that one key diet change could make all the difference. More fibre in our diet could prevent a sneeze, a wheeze or an itch. What happens in the gut is going to be involved in reducing risk and severity of symptoms of allergic diseases. Scientists have discovered more fibre promotes a healthy gut, which reduces inflammatory cells that cause allergies. Fibre is good bacteria's food. They can produce the molecules that are then absorbed by our bodies that then react with these inflammatory molecules. The good bacteria in our gut needs a variety of fibre. So eating fruit and vegetables, whole grain bread, nuts, seeds and legumes is essential. But drinking too much alcohol, smoking and a diet high in saturated fat and sugar throws out the balance and should be avoided. We know there's a strong link between obesity and asthma. Asthma being an inflammatory disease, this also means that a healthy diet will help to reduce overall inflammation. We are ultimately what we eat. Making the changes to add fibre into your diet can be a simple way to make steps in the right direction. Scientists are not suggesting replacing medication with fibre. And even in cases where increasing your fibre intake doesn't improve your allergies, it should have a beneficial effect on your general health. Helen Wellings, 7 News. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. 
The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW. Hurricane Zeta has regained strength charging towards the US Gulf Coast. The storm system has already left a trail of destruction in Mexico with winds and heavy rain lashing coastal resorts, bringing down trees and power poles. Luckily, no lives have so far been lost, but the Category 1 storm is expected to cause chaos in southeastern Louisiana. Meantime, one of the strongest typhoons in 20 years has smashed into Vietnam's coastline. The typhoon made landfall, packing winds of up to 135 kilometres an hour. Two people are dead and at least 26 fishermen are missing after their boats sank in rough seas. More than 40,000 people have been forced to flee their homes. A freak accident has been caught on camera. This man was waiting for a bus in New York when the pavement suddenly collapsed beneath him. He fell four metres into the cellar of a building as witnesses and emergency crews came to the rescue. The 33-year-old suffered injuries to his face, his arm and his leg and is now recovering in hospital. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has tumbled, falling more than 800 points. The Nasdaq has also dropped. In London, the FTSE closed 146 points lower. Germany's DAX fell 503 points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 67 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell 78. The All Lords lifted 15 and the ASX 200 made similar ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,879 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 37 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 70 and a half US cents, 73 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Donald Trump's keeping up his frenetic election campaign schedule, today returning to another key battleground. US correspondent Tim Lester is in Bullhead City, Arizona. Tim, this rally's being held right on the state's border. Yes, Jody, that's right. Six days out from the vote and President Donald Trump is ramping up his never mind the virus campaign MO, that is to gather thousands of supporters in a makeshift airport compound and essentially to rev them up. Now, two of these rallies he plans today to hold in Arizona. Um, one of them, this one here, is right on the border with Nevada. Nevada has tougher restrictions for coronavirus gatherings, so by holding it in Arizona, the president manages to circumvent the Nevada restrictions but gets the benefit for both states. Today, the Democrat challenger Joe Biden uh, is getting a briefing on coronavirus. Yesterday, he campaigned in the southern state of Georgia and today he's sending his vice presidential hopeful, Kamala Harris, to Texas. Now, both of those have been Republican strongholds. Uh, most election analysts take it that they're campaigning in those two states as a sign that the Democrats really are now quite confident of taking the presidency in six days' time if they're using such critical time campaigning outside the major swing states. Uh, national polls, by the way, suggest they're right. The uh, polls in the swing states, though, are far tighter and give the Republicans some hope 
that Donald Trump can thread the electoral needle in the next six days and make a comeback. As of today, 73 million Americans have already voted. That is more than half the total number that voted in 2016 and suggests an election with more passion from Americans and perhaps a bigger percentage turnout than at any time in this country since the early 20th century. Jody? Thanks, Tim. This Halloween, property buyers could pick up what some say is a haunted house in the Sydney suburb of Gladesville. The derelict property in Prince Edward Street hasn't been lived in for decades and is too unsafe for prospective buyers to go inside. Local teenagers have apparently been known to hold seances there. The price guide for the property is $1.5 million. Richmond's Premiership Cup has returned home and will be engraved later today before finding its place at, Hunt, at Punt Road. Tigers youngster Jack Higgins is unlikely to return next season. The club want to trade the 21-year-old with St Kilda a likely destination for the midfielder. Former test opener Michael Slater insists Australia will still take an advantage into the series opener against India, despite ditching the Gabba as the venue. Slater says starting with a pink ball test in Adelaide is advantage Australia. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, India have experienced it, but not to the extent that we have. The MCG will host the iconic Boxing Day test for another three years, with a capped crowd of 25,000 fans to attend this year. Wild celebrations have erupted in the streets of Los Angeles overnight as fans celebrated the LA Dodgers' first World Series victory in 32 years. They beat the Tampa Bay Rays 3-1 in Game 6. And they'll do it! The Los Angeles Dodgers have put their postseason demons to bed. Dodgers third baseman Justin Turner was pulled from the game mid-match because his COVID test came back positive, but that didn't stop him from celebrating with his teammates. The powerful Godolphin stable have their eyes firmly fixed on Saturday's $7.5 million Golden Eagle at Rose Hill. Trainer James Cummings has three runners for the big race, including classy Mayor Flit, who won the Silver Eagle lead-up race. 10% of the prize money Flit earns will go to Ronald McDonald House. It brings a really feel-good element and angle to the to the race. Being able to sort of know that you're competing for a charity definitely gives us jockeys that sort of extra little kick along on the day. The Golden Eagle is live on seven on Saturday. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low extending through central New South Wales is interacting with a high over Queensland, creating cloud and thunderstorms for both states. A low moving into South Australia is causing patchy rain near the WA border. Around the capitals today, more possible storms in Brisbane, showers in Sydney, storms developing in Melbourne, Adelaide showers increasing, and a possible storm in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 29th of October.